Yes. Yes, yes. Welcome to another stream podcast from Chaos Rain. Here I am Chaos Rain, as you know. Um before I go into this subject, if y'all want to know, um you could find season one. And eventually, season two will be on Anchor, Podcast, Google Play, etc. 
um, which I am moving slowly, putting now season two on all media, audio recording. So that link I will soon start putting available once it's complete season two. But you can find most of all my episodes on Anchor Podcast, Google Play, etc. Through um, those outlets. So if you have a hard time, just type in Chaos Rain. You'll find it. I'll put it in, in the um, comments or description once the second season is done. Also, um, as you know, I have a new type of series called, I believe it's called Porn Talk with my partner in crime. Kai, we do those streams mostly on a Wednesday after dark edition. Um, the next episode will be revealed soon. So if you want to know when we're going to talk about the next subject, um, make sure you subscribe to this channel. You know, hit the red button, hit the top bell. You know what it is. Um, also, For those that know me and The Great Liberator, we are doing some streaming. Um, I think we're going to do one special for this particular holiday. Um, so if you're not aware or you subscribe to The Great Liberator, please do that as well. Also, I forgot. Um, at the end of this stream, there will be uh, a particular upload in regards to the Africans and the uh, I guess black people in America, which is also pretty good um, dialogue. Um, that I'll put as the conclusion of this video for y'all to click in. So for those that didn't catch it, you can catch it um, on this channel if you are subscribed here. And don't forget, um, I did an interview with Council Murray on the um, the ratchet behavior. That's also on my page as well. So, but like I said, I will put that during um, the conclusion of this particular um, podcast slash live stream, if you want to call it. Now, on to the subject at hand. And before I start, let me do one last thing. Be patient. All right, we could start now. The title, Cyberbullying, The Chaos Theory, Chaos Reign Theory, Episode 1. As y'all know, cyberbullying is a real thing now that we have technology within our grasps. We use it not to better or educate or take advantage of empowering ourselves, but better yet, we use it now for nonsense, fuckery, 
or other forms of exploiting one another or each other. As y'all know, that within the YouTube world, you'll find a set of men and women that will go back and forth through other panels, other streams. And there will be one point in all conversation, there will be what we call a disagreement. And sometimes how that disagreement goes, it can lead to one or two things, either good or bad. And depending how the dialogue between the two goes, it could become even nastier. And knowing this, hold on, let me fix this. Yeah. And knowing this, that it can lead to one of few things or the outcomes. One, it could lead to a person developing a form of depression, which could lead to other mental illness, or it could even lead to potential of one's death or suicide. Now, as you know, the thumbnail says cyberbullying. And there's a picture of a woman. And we also could say a man as well, but most likely, for the sake of conversation, that's what is going to be explained. In regards to um, who is much more sinister and bad, or which is much more detrimental in regards to cyberbullying, the men or the women? And it's something that we don't really look into because we still look at each other as somewhat equals. Equals to the point where one party or the other feels that what they do is not more detriment to the other. But what I've examined and seen, that is not the case. It's not the case at all. You know, or people are aware of, when we look at cyberbullying on an all-time high, we got to look at, let's say, typical data. If we want to examine who here consumes more media, is a man or woman? Now, obviously, we're going to know that mostly it's going to be women consuming media the most. So imagine if women have a disagreement with another woman on social media, i.e. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, especially Instagram, where you know it's pretty much a picture slash media where women showed their behinds, their breasts, and sit on sink with phone in hand and take a picture. And we make sure that the kitchen is, actually my fault, make sure the bathroom is clean when you take your pictures. We don't want to see your um, bathrooms dirty and filthy. No, we don't want that. But nonetheless, they take the picture and sometimes they'll give the emoji or a uh, generous comment or something that's not generous or somewhat of a negative comment. Nonetheless, women are very much acceptable and very much conscious through the digital space. 
as you know, because we're now in gulp and more in technology, this is the way of the norm where a lot of us are communicating and interacting with each other. At one time, 20, maybe 20 or 25 years ago, when we didn't have much of these devices in hand, usually when we have a disagreement or a problem, usually people that would get bold and say something to another person, they would do two things. Either confront that person, see what's up, argue, or fight. And as you know, men and women, when with in regards to men dealing with their actions with other men, those are the two scenarios. We do we talk it out, argue out, or we fight it out. And normally fighting with men is the final and last resort. And usually with fight, it could lead to or death. Now, in regards to women now, today, the women now, it's somewhat not the same, but opposite. Most women nowadays, they will do the same thing like men. And there are some stories and scenarios that when women fight, death is possible. I'm not saying certain it could be possible. Because I've seen the videos, when women argue and fight, it gets very brutal and bloody. And normally it will take other groups of women or men to break up women fight. And that's just in the spotlight when people are interacting with each other. So now what this impose in regards to cyberbullying? Let's look at this. With cyberbullying, it's more cowardliness. It's cheaper. What I mean. With cyberbullying, I would say more than a half percent. And I'll throw a number. I would say 80%. You don't know who this person you're talking behind the mic, behind the laptop, behind the tablet, and behind cell phone. See? So a person could run their mouth and talk all types of crap. And normally, you as a person only could do but little, but go back and forth with this person. Now, God forbid they have like an actual avatar, a picture of themselves that is verified. You would try to go as far as to search this person's identity. Which most people nowadays, humans, depending on how well they're tech savvy, they, they could find ways to find a person. It's not hard. The technology out here, you know, you Google it. Possible. But nonetheless, it's out here. And depending on how much the interaction through cyberspace, it can get just as messy or potentially worse. With cyberbullying, it leaves one of two things. It can leave damage psychologically on a person because you're not dealing with that one person. You might be dealing with thousands or hell, millions, depending if you're on certain social media sites that host and harvest on the average billion users. What are those billion users? I'll give you a few scenarios. YouTube right now are roughly approaching 3 billion users. 
By race, we can't tell. Facebook is already over two billion. And I think now it's three billion now because we're in the new year. So out of those mounts, you are interacting with billions of people across the globe. Now, it could be even worse depending if a certain set of people have a following. And let me follow it. Let's say they have an audience on one social media, like a Facebook, have like a like page and they have like a thousand people or maybe hosting five or greater K people in their page where it's a group of people interacting, conversating. And one person has an argument, disagreement. I will say this again. We go back to the scenario of how people deal with interact people when they don't agree with people. It only leads to two things. Either argument or physical fighting. But because we cannot physically touch nobody in a digital space, there are other means of destroying a person. One of them, you could go as far as find their work employment to get that person what they call fire. I've been hearing stories of this. I didn't want to believe it, but I heard from a few friends on my side that this has happened. This was an attempt to try because one party or one group of people or a sex, a group of sex from a man or woman did not agree with the content or the message one is opposing on one's social media or on one's YouTube channel. It's a big problem. Now, I say this. When it comes to men and women in regards to attacks between the same sex or the opposite sex, I say personally, it is more detriment when a woman does it than a man. Now, why would women would go back and say, why is that the case? Because women are more sinister. They're very much, what's the word? Relentless in their ways of getting what they want on the average. As you know, lately, through the black male's perspective, a lot of women are getting their feelings about what men think, really think. And the problem with that is a lot of women are not comfortable of hearing the opinions of men of any race, particularly, but we're going to say black men for the sake of conversation, of their expressions of the opposite sex and what they feel should be better or correct or what they want to see that's better. And to the women that are pushed back on a lot of messages, it lets me conclude that why a lot of women have a problem, especially women of certain ethnic groups, mostly black women, is because this message is not known to them. It's very foreign on a bigger media platform, whether social media, all the above, Facebook, Twitter, IG, etc. And also now through video media, like the YouTube or any other video outlets. Mostly YouTube's the bigger one because it has a billion users. Nonetheless, men, what they call male nature is always gonna be male nature. And men, if women want to understand what male nature is today, you sit back and listen to the conversation of men. That's your best teacher. 
especially you have not grown around your father, your uncle, or anybody that is respectful in your laps or that plays an intricate role in your development as a woman. And we could say this applies to the young boys that become men that they have not been around enough male figures or male um, men that are teaching them from the uncles, maybe the grandfathers, and possibly their fathers. But nonetheless, you know, as a as a boy, you have to make do of your environment. But for the broader perspective of this, is that Men are very much brutally honest. And it's getting a lot of women heated. Now, y'all know the few consecrators that's doing this out here now. I'm not sure if y'all want me to say the names, possibly. Depending if y'all go back to this. You could comment maybe some names, what I'm talking about, possibly. But for the sake of conversation, Maybe it's not relevant now because the premise is we deal with cyberbullying. And what I'm absorbing right now or noticing is becoming very much problematic. Where men and women that don't know how to handle abuse through the digital space verbally or incite through weird messaging constant memes, constant shares, and more than thousands of men, and I would say thousands of women attacking one person, it could take a serious drain for any person to deal with the digital space if you're not strong mentally. And if you're not strong mentally, what's going to happen is you're going to get consumed and it's going to drain you so bad that you might not have not one ounce of energy or blood left in you to move around, to function in this very much wicked society we're in. You get me? And I co-hardly believe that when women do it, it is very detrimental than the males or to the men. And I stand on my core rhetoric on this. Even to the point where certain YouTubers with a stronger audience have created cults of fallen women, women that's under the age of 30 to do such damage. Very much frightening for the average user. But nonetheless, if you're not a strong-headed person, you're not willful and have a strong mentality to deal with any onslaught that could happen to men and women, especially if you're a woman, these women will hurt you badly. I mean, screw the men. The men could probably say some things and it could be problematic, maybe. But when a woman open her mouth, and y'all know there are images, pictures back in slave days where they show 
the African woman when they encase her mouth with a mask, her mouth is just as sharp as tongue that does the further damage. So if her tongue is such as dangerous when she opens it, what happens now when you see the image of an avatar woman and texting very nasty message towards other women and probably men, but other women, how much damage that will lead in the psyche of a woman and possibly a man could be that devastating. Think about it, very devastating. Now I don't really advocate the behavior that most people are doing right now in this digital space. Um, I have a question a lot of people that follow other consecrators, other people on your social media and stuff that engage in this, this immature nonsense of bullying, cyberbullying. But notice there are consequences for these actions. Now, what consequence a person will face for engaging this? For what reason? Rather for spite, for pity, or all the above? will be determined by how much the person is going to take action to resolve this bullying problem. And it, bullying is a problem. We all know when we're young, we used to probably be bullied when we were kids or teenagers, etc. It's the way of life. Some of us either confront the bully or we let the bully just run over us. Nonetheless, you only could bully somebody so long. And trust me, when that person that's being bullied pushes back, it's not going to be pretty. I believe, not feel, that there should be consequence for bullying and false bullying or flag or whatever for any reason. I don't know what the consequence should be, to be fair and honest. Like I said, people do what they feel because they feel there is no real consequence. And without no consequence, what happens? People have free reign, free dominion just to go in the onslaught because some person might not agree with somebody else's views or their opinions or whatever sort, even to the point where they might go as far as have a verbal argument they will take their frustrations and anger because they cannot win a certain disagreement or criticism. They will go as far as to call on their cult or other people to assist them to get back at this one person. And to me, I find that very sad because most people nowadays don't fight their own battles. Um, the one thing, if anybody could take out of this, to resolve the cyberbullying situation, the only thing you could do moving forward is to keep records. Follow how far the bully would go to antagonize you because they cannot either do one of a few things, win an argument, win criticism, or et cetera. Um, I think that um, most people nowadays that know that if they go out their way to do this extent of bullying somebody or using other people to misrepresent a person that you're trying to attack, right? If they have 
actually shown video or avatar, it is very weak. And mind you, with YouTube, people are able to sit there and give analysis to everybody's videos. There's nothing wrong with that, unfortunately. Is how much you're going to go back and counteract what somebody criticized you as the creator, whether on YouTube or on social media. And mind you, this is a hustle. I believe this, this platform is a hustle nonetheless. And be fair and honest, we're not going to be making millions of dollars on this type of platform, YouTube. The days to make that money was years ago. You're coming out into this now and you're trying to make some. You'll make some pennies off the dollar, but you're not going to make nothing substantial. Because if you look at the average content creator now that's doing things not only on social media, but on YouTube, they are actually find ways to make real money on here. It is somewhat of a business. But how you go about this is what you're trying to gain in the long run. And to be fair and honest with y'all, um, most things we do on here on social media and YouTube is not really sustainable in my mind, unfortunately. Usually, if you look at the average content creator, they actually have content on one of few categories. Food, clothing, games. I think it's gossip and other forms of entertainment and sports. Oh, yeah, sports. And if you look at the average channel that talks about all the above I just said, they have subscription in the hundreds to the millions. And some have shown their face. And some maybe might not. I don't think so. But most of people that's in the millions, yeah, you're going to have to show your face eventually. That's why you never seen any YouTuber, whether black or non-black, that has a million subscribers, and you don't never seen what this person looks like. Unfortunately, unfortunately, YouTube has a way to really slow your growth, depending on what you're putting out and what you really are. Now, I could be wrong. There could be some content creators that got a million subscribers and never, no one has never seen what they look like. I could be wrong because, like I said. YouTube has over a billion videos. I can't keep up with every video on here. And I don't want to keep up with every video on here. But always be suspect when a person is approaching close to 200K or greater and you have not never seen what they look like. I always look at it as a red flag, especially if you have 100K and, you, and no one's ever seen what you look like. Now, anybody that has a smaller channel, okay. There's some leeway to that. But as you're approaching greater numbers, eventually you got to show what is who you are so people have an understanding, not only what you look like, but the work you have put out to know saying, hmm, this person is talented. Oh, it looks like one of my own or somebody else. It gives more inspiration to most people that want to do this to know that there should not be no fear down the line. And I believe most people should not be afraid doing content, not only on social media, but on YouTube. You know, um, I think the fear with a lot of people why they don't normally show either themselves or whatever is because not only the cyberbullying, but other avenues this leads. 
I know some people that have a greater, stronger audience become celebrities overnight. And it's easy to do it on these type of digital platforms. Hell, I think there was some people that have a, like an IG or what, what I don't know, it was TikTok, where they have over 100K subscribers or more. And be honest with you, a lot of people jumping on different platforms have become celebrities. Now, I know most people say they don't want to be put themselves out here like that. I get it. But once you decide and you start growing an audience, you have some decisions to make overall. You know? And most average consumers are doing this not be um, for clout, but they try to attain some. Some people want to be made rich and popular or famous. And the best way to go around that without the, the borders for growing through other groups of people, you'll use the internet that's right here in front of us without spending money at all. And to be honest with you, some people might have to spend some money to put themselves out there. Because there is no free publicity. Unfortunately, a lot of people think that is, but that is a lie. If you want to put yourself out here, you're going to have to spend some money if you don't have that certain charismatic or have anything that will draw you attachment to people that sit there, watch, and view you. Especially if you're not showing your face. You know. Now, mind you, most people that might look cute or appealing will gravitate more people because by nature, people like to see pretty people. Unfortunately, if you have an avatar and it looks good, that that will draw you. If you're carrying up and you look decent, that will draw you. But if you don't have none of the above, then you have to rely on other factors to keep an attention span of a person. The average um, attention span for people is less than five seconds. That's poor. That's very poor. And I want people to really examine it and study that. So if, if I can't retain my attention beyond five seconds, then I get tired and drawn. So if you're not appealing to the eyes, you have to use other means to keep that attention. That's something that you have to figure out as a person that's putting out the content. I have no answer for that. You got to figure it out. Um, so jot those down. So I think I cover most of everything. The only thing I would say, um, and actually let me do this. All right. One other thing I do want to say in this. It's going to come to a point could we talk about YouTube for now? That YouTube already changed their term and service how people are going to be engaging on here. And if things are panning out as we see now because we're now in 2021 I this is what I know. They're going to have to probably tighten up more of how people are going to try to abuse people. And all this false flagging, all this stupid stuff it's not gonna go far moving forward because the time that people are using this platform is very limited right now because you had a window opportunity to draw your audience create your content create an audience for a very short period of time the last decade 
now moving on this decade, I only see that it's going to be even more commercialized from what I'm hearing right now. And when things become commercialized, anybody that is the content creator that's trying to create an audience for them to consume is going to be very much harder. It might even create barriers and restrictions if not careful. And why I'm saying this is because, like anything, this is a business to, to make some form of money. Rather than making a lot of money or making less money, that's neither here or the point. The point is this, that this is a media outlet to attract an audience, to keep people entertained, laughing, crying, etc. Yes. Um, hit the link if you dare, Miss Roots. If you dare, Mahogany. Um, that's what it is. Uh, I feel moving forward that these things are going to be corrected one way or the other. It's not perfect. I don't expect this thing to be perfect. Like anything that you create, it needs tuning up. Bugs need to be fixed. Certain codes need to be rewritten. All the above that you know that's so-called technically savage or, you know, in this digital space. So I'll leave it there. I'm open the platform. Good evening. Good. Oh, oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Before you speak. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, come on. All right, come on. Go ahead. Hey, I'm glad I caught you. I um just realized what it was. I was like, is somebody um so what's going on? I see um, the show. Yes, this is a show nonetheless, mahogany. As you know, what has been going on. Uh-huh. The whole Jessica X and that uh, need me I say more. That yeah. this is the biggest problem. And I said earlier, the occult and the bullying, cyber bullying, mm -hmm. it is a big issue. Um, and as you know, as you as a black woman, you know from a, what you see from another mixed woman, how she is going through her emotional ways because of this. And uh -huh. it shows that I don't point fingers, mahogany. But I tell people who's more detrimental in regards to this type of cyberbullying. I said personally, is from a woman, is more detrimental from a woman than a man. But that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Now, most people could sit there, could bring implied from their own perspective. But what this is what I've noticed so far. And I've been on this space for a few years before I started doing content now for the last two years. Uh -huh. And I find it very detrimental that, you know, through YouTube, social media, et cetera. People will not agree with you, but depending how you express and go back and forth people for the digital space, it is going to do two things. Either you're going to be arguing back and forth through text, or it's going to lead to something more. It's not going to be physical because most people nowadays, when we talk to people, we're not in the same states, same zip code uh -huh. on average. So we got to take other aggressive means to get back at one another. And usually that would be either, you know, putting people's information find people's job, etc. You get me? 
It gets very messy overall. Yeah, that people don't know how to handle themselves through the digital space. And I've noticed when you were in the comment section, Mahami, you you were feeling in a way because you didn't expect something like this from other grown adult women. You get me? Besides some of the dudes, dudes do do it too in a way. But normally dudes, normally we just argue out or we're going to just say, I'm going to catch a flight and come see you. You get me? But when women, <sighs> I ain't going to go into that. <laughs> so what is on your mind if you want to express this? No, I, I was listening to what you were saying. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I'm not going to be too long because my family and I are actually about to go eat dinner. But I am glad you invited me up here. I wanted to say that, yeah, you know, people do those things. But, it's, of course, I think we could all agree that it's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. um, I will say I, I it's hard for me to talk about who's more susceptible to bullying. I will mm -hmm. say this. Um, it would vary from person to person. People have different uh, degrees of strengths. Like for me, I'm the type of person that because I've been through so much, it takes a lot to really get to me. Um, name calling and things like that don't bother me at all because my thing is I've been through so much. You'd be hard pressed to really... If I, if I can get through life and death situations, words and stuff are not going to bother me. But the next person might not be the same. The next person might be going through something. Maybe they have a death in the family. Maybe um, they're a little bit more emotional. Uh, anything could be going on with that person you don't know. So that's why uh, you've got to be mindful of uh, how far you take things. I see. I see. Uh -huh. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I said earlier that you have to have a strong capacity mentally to deal mm -hmm. with anything that will bother you through media, through social media, or any caliber that you're always constantly consuming as a person. If you're interacting with, with other people like mine or not, and they're very much nasty and mean, and leave messages, commentings, it can body you as a person, mostly a, a man or woman, or mostly women are more acceptable to it, that sometimes I hear enough women saying that they sometimes disconnect through media after a while because it will bother them, especially if they're around certain people that they don't want to have a conversation with, you know, because Blunt honest, they're going to just argue and fight. And it's not going to be that somebody's going to say, I, I just want to put hands on you because you're saying certain things to me I just don't like. You know? Right. And you Nasty words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah you should ahead. not waste your time going back and forth with the person. Um, I don't. I know when I first came on here, like I have told this story many times, I was getting nasty comments and couldn't figure out why. And then my son one day told me, he was like, mom, that's just the way it is on social media. So once I learned that, that, that no matter what you do, there's going to be people that just don't like you mm -hmm. um, and trolls and whatnot. So now I know what to do. I just block them. That way I don't have to see the comments. I don't have to engage. Um, those are not the type of people you want on your channel anyway. A lot of people use the black button very powerful. I mean, I don't know black people like that to be fair. Uh -huh. It has to be something that I have to, if I'm 
doing anything and I look at the comment, I have to examine it and see is it really needed to be blocked? And mm -hmm. it has to take a lot for me to really block you mm -hmm. on the average. And most men now this I just I'm a man, I don't block people like that. You have to do something really much off the wall mm -hmm. to really ask for that. You know, but everybody's different, you know. Most people just for me yeah, well for me, like like far as the chat and stuff, I believe in letting the chat room rock long. It depends on the situation. If it's mm -hmm. open panel, it's open panel. And there's just certain keywords like racist words, like the N word with the ER. Like I don't that I, I, I don't go for that. Mm -hmm. And just it depends on the type of show that I'm having. Like if you were my guest, um, mm -hmm. people could ask you questions. They could go against you. Mm -hmm. But if it was flat out just disrespectful things towards you. I would probably have that person might maybe not block, but timed out. But like when what I was talking about when I first came on, it was a lot of sexual stuff. And my son, like I've said before, mm -hmm. he's not so much watching it now, but they mm -hmm. review the channel. They go back and look at the comments and stuff like that. So that's why I was so hard with that block button, because I was honestly not just trying to protect myself, but trying to protect my family and friends that watch me. So your son like watches your replays on either chat room or in the comment section if people leave comments during every stream. My whole family, not my whole family, but even my mom has watched my show, and it's funny. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I didn't even know she did. She only watches some of them. She's like a real church lady, a real Christian, and she doesn't like cursing and stuff. So she'll turn it off. But like certain ones that I do that are real kind of upbeat and fun she'll watch and then she'll make a she'll call me and talk to me about it <laughs> does your mom got locks like you, or you don't no but my mom my mom um always had really really long hair naturally um okay. we actually don't know we've tried to look up her ancestry my mom was a Could she, be she is are you like a ados ados or you know you have other culture groups from your family, so that your mom Ados, but my mother, my mom's story is very interesting. Um, mm -hmm. She's in her seventies. She grew up in a different time period, but basically, her story is that um, her mother gave birth to her. Now, this took place way back in the day in, in the nineteen fifties and whatnot, nineteen mm sixties. -hmm. But back in the day, uh, if a young girl got pregnant, my my grandmother got pregnant very young with my mom. I believe she was fourteen. Oh. Yeah, so back in the day, my mother actually thought that her mother was her sister. She did mm -hmm. not learn till she did not learn till she was a teenager that her sister, Sissy, was actually her mom. And to make a long story short, she never knew her father, and she <laughs> um, kind of bounced around. And so there's always been some question because you can look at my mom and see that she's got a little bit of something, something. But we don't quite know the father's history so there's always been some question of her other side mm. and and this is like down south right uh-huh okay. Uh, okay so so your mom i don't know if your mom's same complexity but she might be lighter or darker lighter she's oh, my okay. mom she's light. is okay. light and my mom is and my father is dark uh-huh okay okay well nonetheless um yeah um that's actually normal Decades ago, most people did get married around after high school or middle high school back in them times. So once somebody get birth at roughly 14 or 15, it's mostly average decades ago like that. So when people think it's weird, it's actually normal decades ago. Well, I meant um, the part with yeah. 
the part with hiding it and pretending to be the sibling instead of telling the child, hey, I'm your mother, I'm your sister. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was shocking to me. Yeah. I don't understand why, why people are so sh- surprised and concerned about that. I mean, I mean, because when I understand history, not just America, but just history in general, how people have families, that uh-huh. we never have families late like that. You know what I'm saying? Usually the earlier the better, you know, and at times the infrastructure where we at at the time children were were necessity you get me yes, in numbers I, in bulks so mm-hmm. you're not gonna have like you don't see people that's 25 or even now having kids now they had them a little early so that way they had like what's the average decades ago was like five or six i forgot in the average in america but you know it's like cut down to maybe two or one but when uh-huh. we look at the scenarios and the numbers back then we understand why you get me? People that sick say, oh, it's normal. It's sick. No, you got to understand historical aspects of things. You get me? But if uh-huh. you don't understand, everything you see will be weird, demonized, unnormal. But mm-hmm. for a person that looks at things with a broader lens, you're more educated. That's all I want to say. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, the, what I found very interesting when I, my, just looking into that story is the fact it was more for especially down south you know we're very traditional it was more the shame oh god i gotta plug in my computer hold on one second but it was more the shame of oh you're unmarried you're young and you're pregnant uh that was my mother was also not treated very well because she wasn't accepted because her mother had her so young so it brought like shame on the family and all this give me one second chaos i'll be right back up and get my charger all right, as we do that, let me check if anybody else here. Right. And anybody that want to jump up and engage in this short conversation, links right here. Um, but like I told most people many times, how we look at how people groom and had children decades ago, um, you have to have a broader understanding. You get me? Now, because the infrastructure and the economics of, let's say, the West is different now. A lot of people are skeptical to really start early. Some have in other cultures still to agree a little bit is very much taboo now, but back then it was just normal, you know. So in regards to us as black people now, it's a little different now because we, we're not really structured like how we used to, you know. And I think integration played a part in it, but just in, in broader perspective, it's just the social engine engineering and environment is different now. That people have to find ways to adapt. You know, there's very much uncertainty out here. You can get some from the system if you're a woman as single mother early now, but going through life now is a little challenging, you know, because things are more expensive, unfortunately, especially where you're at. Oh. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, I just wanted you to know I was back. I was listening. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, know a bit more about mahogany, you know, um, and, you know, people already know this on your channel. Mostly, could you tell people your story on the average they ask? Am I right? Uh-huh. I'm pretty yeah. open. I'm very open. Yeah. 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 So at times when we look at the colorism aspect, which I don't want to go into because it's not the face of this, that, you know, I mean, we, we come in a lot of shades, you know, uh-huh. so, so, you know, when people say, oh. When people, even with the cyberbullying, what I said earlier, without mentioning certain names, that I seen that woman's emotions. I see the struggle she's going through and the heartaches oh, that, you know, and to see other women, when I read the comments now, is the same woman that fall 
this one set of women a cult following now where it's just laughable like it's happy i say i thought black women this is should be a so-called sisterhood at least uh-huh. that if another black woman is wrong and she really is wrong uh-huh. the other woman should pile on and say that's wrong you gotta apologize do something but you don't see none of that energy you see the same energy say well i don't care i must still believe and follow my leader because what she said is right and i find that very disingenuous and scary it's very scary and i've said this before youtube is almost like high school it's 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 repulsive because mm-hmm. we the thing of it is it's like high school but most of these people engaging in this type of behavior are older adults um and we all should know better and i agree with you um i didn't even see the comments but i could just tell from her reaction mm-hmm. um and seeing her break down that uh, i could imagine like i said i've had things said about me so i know how it feels but like i said i'm a, I'm a different type of person I, I pretty much do not care what other people have to say but this young lady is not that way and she shouldn't have to be that way we should conduct ourselves better I think the reason chaos that this happens and 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 women uh, in particular in this situation are willing to just follow 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 mm-hmm. is because they do not realize the impact. Now, God forbid that something had went wrong or, or something actually did this girl actually did commit something or do something to harm herself then everybody be on here crying and, and doing apologies. But why take it there? Why even go down that road? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That I was think, my point. Uh-huh. I think the reason why certain women that will go that road because they try to make a point, and by going this alternate route, they're hoping to flush out or snag a fish out of the pond. If you get what I mean. Okay. Saying, okay. Now I I got the real bait. Throw it on my line, and shh, shh, oh, I snatch it. I got you. Because mm-hmm. now you say, oh. Let me show you who I really am. And I say, there, you fell for the bait. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And really, that's not the proper way to go about things, to be honest with you, because I said it earlier, Mahogany. It's always suspect. Y'all could put me in the same question as well. That if I had a stronger audience, there are some things that I cannot always go behind the lens no more. You get me? Uh-huh. I have to eventually show that I am an actual person. That I say I'm visually in time. Mm-hmm. It, it, playing behind and think you're comfortable, you're limiting yourself. I don't care mm-hmm. what outcomes will come out of this. So to be fair and honest, that you know, if you're a person that's here to make profit money and don't want enough to do with people, that's cool. You're that's your opinion. You could go that route. But I'm saying right now, you're not gonna grow a bigger audience that route. And I very tell you, if I count them out people that no one has never seen them visually and have a strong audience, it's not that good. You get me? The ones that actually show who they are and does the content they do have a greater reach, greater audience. Because people see this person's real. There's nothing to hide. There's no scheming. There's a real person, right? A black, white, etc. And that's the thing that people should have understand, especially if you're going to do content on YouTube. You get me? If you got uh-huh. a bigger, if you got a bigger artist, great artist. I'm not talking about some that's in the thousand. I'm talking about reach to 100k and greater. That's the best thing you could show the people that have been dedicated and loyal to that follow you. That's one if you can give them. You get me? Okay. But mm-hmm. I see the um the corrupt 
Offer is here. How you doing, Crop? Hey, what's up, man? I enjoy your content. I'm glad I was able to catch you tonight. Oh, cool, 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 cool. I'm not sure if you want to add on to this conversation or some alternative because I'm not sure how long you've been listening. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Uh, the, the whole cyberbullying thing, man. I, like when the internet first started, everyone got us. They had the, what, the uh, 10 internet commandments, or they also call it the uh, 10 rules of internet etiquette. And mm -hmm. was uh, when you make comments, because it's a psychological effect. Um, when you make comments on the internet, they recognize that there's a psychological element to it. And because you don't have to show your face, you don't have to, um, um, you know, expose your name or your private life, that people, you know, they exaggerate, they become uh -huh. extra hostess, extra bold, they, they psychologically become something a tough guy all this that they're not so one of the rules of the etiquette was just you know when you make comments and when you interact interact if it's if a person was right in your face you know this lady up above me on the broadcast i would if i met her in person i would not be calling her a fat stank b to her mm -hmm. face and i just met her and we was engaging in dialogue but on the internet for some reason you know, psychologically, I want to be a troll and, and, and that becomes appropriate, you know, people, right. just, you know, and we turn back into, like you say, them little kids in junior high and preschool. I've done all that. You know, I was terrible. Third grade, fifth grade, seventh grade. But then, you know, after a while, us males, we became more aggressive. You got punched in the face. You had a fly mouth and that wasn't an issue. But then as you get older, you know, you get a criminal record. You can't just hit people and stuff. You got responsibilities and jobs. So that kind of, you know, being responsible in society kind of, you know, makes all that immaturity go away. But now with the Internet, man, you could, you you know, you could do a drive by on the Internet. You there ain't no consequences. So mm -hmm. that, that's how it go. Yeah. And so all the nastiness of human nature comes out. But you need to, you know, that's why I'm all I'm the corrupt author Cedric Long. I, I always got my face. When I come on video, I show my face. I give people my real name, corruptauthor.com. That's my brand. So, you know, that makes me behave a lot better when, right. I, when I know my brand is involved and my personal integrity is involved. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah, that yeah. was he brought up a lot of good points, Chaos. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, some people are branded properly and they take this more seriously. And some people that will let's say reveal yourself, like you said, corrupt. Um, they they seeking something more than just the content. It's something that they're promoting themselves. People say, I'm a real person, I promote a product, service, I'm doing this, you know. I can't behind the lens and then just put out something you don't know who this is, you know. I got to see who I'm interacting, who um watching, listening, and eventually spending money towards maybe the content or something much greater. You know, mm -hmm. that's why I'm not really too fond. Of, I mean, if people donate, that's fine. I mean, but overall, you know, if you're growing a greater following and you're doing it in the hundred k and greater, it's right in my mind that you, they want to see who this person is. You know. Can't be just doing this one and say, you know, I could do this in this comfortable. No, you got to get out of that box eventually. You get me? And yeah. I think that a lot of people don't give so much credit because people feel, say, you know, maybe it's not that worth it because the potential this might happen. 
And I get you. I understand it. But it comes to a point that if you're doing this for something much greater, you know, that fear should be expunged out of your psychology. You get me? Because you're here for a much greater gain. You know, the only damage you could afford as a person is reputation. And people spreading false rumors and gossip is in your right to defend yourself to the full extent. Yeah. So, you know, and if you're not doing that and you let things slide about, especially things that's really a, a lie that this person is a person and this is what they look like in a video, you could cause more damage and good from what I'm witnessing now from that one woman. Like you see, you see mahogany that this woman, she does makeup and all stuff. She don't need that type of publicity, that tarnish. You get me? But uh -huh. it goes back again. The integrity of the person that goes the full extent to do that. I had to question their credibility altogether mm -hmm. and say that what is said about you is actually factual and truth. Anybody following you, I look at them as a cult. They're not using logic no more. You get me? Mm -hmm. I couldn't fall somebody like that if they did some shit like that. Right. You have to what? Even if I'm a man or woman, I don't care how good you are. You do that and then you try and destroy, get, go as far as to get and attack this other person because they give you a critique. That's a big red flag. That's something you can't sweep on the rug. Yeah. Even if you yeah. apologize. I had to look at it and say, yeah, you do that because you, you want to be the bigger adult. But overall, you as a person, I don't want nothing to do with you. Because if you could do that, what else you aren't, you're not capable of doing? Yeah, 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 exactly. And um, this is on subject, man. Uh, I'm currently reading this book, Tribes. Okay. Self Gordon. Gordon. Okay, good. Good. Uh, I, I, I mean, I got think I got this for three dollars off Amazon. But it, 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 it talks about human behaviors, mm -hmm. um, and exactly what's going on in the interview. People want to be followers. They want to be in those little cults. It talks about finding your niche. And becoming a leader and, you know, just basically, you know, getting on, especially using online and like whether you're vegan or, you know, you're an activist or you're in politics, you know, it talks about leading people that the majority of people just want to follow mindlessly and how our behavior is and stuff. And, you and you know, um, I think I, you know, I got on and I was kind of making bringing up some good points against this popular youtuber and i read in the comment section and they were just killing me in the comment section because it was a bunch of you know followers they only want to hear what their leader got to say and like mm -hmm. they it was just the most ridiculous illogical thing and um but this this is an interesting it it it, it kind of taps into why how we're programmed as human beings and why uh, people basically need someone to lead them. And, um, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's basically a sheep mentality, man. That's that's uh -huh. that's what you're seeing when you go, uh, especially like you say, those YouTubers with hundreds of thousands, of, uh, 100,000 followers and, and large followings like that, man, mm -hmm. the people who follow them it's like a cult. They don't want to hear anything. You can't ever disagree with the person exactly leading them or say anything or have a different thought. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that that's what is really designed, especially how well you structure your content and people are gravitate because think about it, people humans are gravitate by things that will so-called give the illusion of bettering one's life. You get me? And some methods might work and some might not work, but overall they come here because they're attracted by something that is missing in their their life, especially, especially the young you are and you don't have no structure or groom through an actual family structure, you are taken advantage by what you are consuming. And normally it's media. Media is your teacher, you know? Some people that you follow and you take to heart, you will never question it because this is something that you're you're raised by. And it's the dangers to a lot of us when we're not careful with the content we put out, you know? Not say we can't create a following, but what content we put out, we always gotta keep in mind, is not people that's our age, because we in our, you know, approaching the 40s, that we're having younger people now because unfortunately they're more accepted to the digital space. They're born in this, you know? We, this is something that we're still absorbing. You get me? But we never came out the womb say, you know, we no, this came around us depending on our age, we start touching technology, you know? Hell, I didn't even own a computer until like 12, 13 years ago. And, you know, at the times back then, you know, I watched CB did other things in life and eventually once i came across like the youtube and the social media it was something new to me and i was a, like an adult at the time you get me so it doesn't have too much effect but imagine somebody that is a young kid becoming someone a teenager now they're more absorbent and accepted to this they use this as their mommy and daddies because overall their parents i much i don't want to say potentially might have failed their own kid. You get me? Because there's no real structure, balance. You know? It's not like you, if you're there, you sit down and it's what you're watching. And you sit there, explain it. Or talk, have these conversations. It's not existent, depending on what type of parent ruining the boys and girls. So you're getting your advice from someone that you never, mostly on the average, that have never seen, but you listen to their message. And take it as gospel. It can be frightening overall so you know yeah i like to you know when i form my ideas and my beliefs i like to come from a scientific uh what my brother termed uh universal law universal mm -hmm. law is basically you know this solid object right here man it's mm -hmm. it's solid you know if you, if you try to go through it you're not going through it that's universal law i don't like to go on idealism uh things are not proven or even if I have a belief, I like to know that it's, it's theory and not fact uh, mm -hmm. and be accepting of that, man, because, you know, it's a lot of information out there and you have to understand people have perspectives. Like you say, I think y'all brought up colorism, you know, mm -hmm. it's a person mm -hmm. might give in. Uh, dating advice and you you know they might have went through traumatic things with their parents treating them uh differently so you know they might be on here telling you swirl 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 i was talking with a friend the other day she's a female mm -hmm. she was like well, you know i'm about to give up i'm, I'm tired of you black men y'all niggas you know mm -hmm. yeah uh i'm about to just start i'm about to swirl i'm about to get me a white guy okay and i was like you know 
I just told her, you know, if you found a nice, you know, Caucasian that would treat you nice and marry and marry you and do all that, I'm happy for you. But why do you have to? Why can't you just date everyone? Be open to everyone. Why does it have to be right now? I'm cutting off all black people and only dating white people. You don't have to do that. Just yeah. date acceptable men. Mm -hmm. and, but see, that's coming from hurt and pain. And when you uh -huh. do that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, and if you do marry somebody of another race, you don't have to start, you know, taking craps on your own race because, you know, we are a representation. The female is a representation of me is dirty and nasty or disrespectful. I believe the American black female is. She's my counterpart. We're growing up in the same system. I'm responsible for her behavior. She's responsible for my behavior. We're growing up in the same household, same community. So, um. I like to say if I was born female, I would be out there acting just like these females. And if they were born a male in these environments, they'd be acting just like a male. So we have to watch it when we call each other dusty and holes and stuff like that, because, you know, we're the representation, you know, a little bit of, you know, maybe your mom get pregnant three days later, you would have been a female instead of a male, you know, so. Hmm. Yes. I want to speak to that effect. Oh, go ahead, Chaos. No, no, go ahead. Speak to that. Um, I know what he's talking about because I've heard those type of things. As a matter of fact, one day I will talk about it. There's just so much that I haven't had an opportunity to talk about on my channel. But I've heard black women say that. And he's right. It's coming from a place of hurt. I've heard some of my friends say that. And the thing of it is, and the reason I want to speak about it is because I... I really feel when I hear black people, whether it's a man or a woman, say things like that, as if dating outside of the race automatically means that the person is going to be better or automatically believes that you're not going to have issues with that person just because they're a different race is absolutely ridiculous. And I can speak on it because I've lived with people of the opposite race before. I've, I've, I'm a, I was in the military for 10 years and I had roommates of all different shades and nationalities. I've traveled. I've, I've, I've lived, like I said, with other people that weren't like myself and i just feel like a lot of black people have this um this fantasy that just because they date somebody that's not of the same race as them that they're getting some kind of better deal well let me just tell you from my own experience of dealing with some of these people that that's not the case and i'm not even talking about on a personal level i'm just talking about what i see around me that is not the case um it just goes to show you that a lot of us have so much hurt and self-hatred, so much self-hatred within ourselves that we automatically, anything that look, does not look like us, we automatically put them up on the pedestal. And it's sad um, because just because you get with a, a white man or a white woman does not mean that that person is not going to mistreat you, does not mean that they're not going to cheat on you, lie to you, whatever the case may be. It does not automatically, automatically um, mean that you're going to be in a better situation. I don't know why we think that. Well, you know, the reason why we think that, and I would say it's from the male's perspective, because a lot of men feel that going the other side will be better. And I say it's possible, but like I said, it's not going to be any greater you know, on another culture people, because now you have to deal with their parents, all this. <laughs> and, we, and we've seen the effects of that. We're not going to go into that. So when I when I look at the views of black people exploring out dating out, that's a conscious decision. 
It's not in regards to real logic and what they call quote unquote love. It's usually because, you know, some traumatic problems they've gone through that they do this. And because of that, now that when you're searching for, let's say, a mate that's not within this culture or this race, you know, you feel that it's going to be better and said it's going to be better. But when you really go outside the fence, nothing is really greater on, on average. Because regardless how I hear stories, positive mm -hmm. or negative, that I don't see nothing really great about it, you know, because think about it. You're doing this in spite. And when you engage in it, you had to come back to the community and throw what? Stones? I hear it from some of the females. I hear it from some of the, a whole lot of from the dudes. And to me, when I hear this from any dude that is dating out and have a, a non-black mate and they're throwing stones in this community, I could tell from conclusion that you picked too early. You this is the this is not even your actual choice because if you were doing this in a place of quote unquote love, then your decisions you'll be fine and you operate as this. You will not say nothing negative about this community because you'll be happy. You'll be moving differently. But from what y'all view and what I seen, that is not the case. So and that's that's my thing. It's about intention. What is your intention? Are you dating this person because you love them? Are you dating this person because you think it's the easy way out and you think that they're better than your own people? And if that's the case, then you're in for quite a surprise. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't want to. Oh, oh, oh. Um, this is Mahogany Roots. I don't know if she told you. Um, if you on here first time corrupt. This is Mahogany. She has a YouTube oh, channel. I'll, I'll find it and share it. Um. Continue. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Also, hey BMT, I see you. Oh, I see me too. What's it? Oh, what's good? Don't worry. Keep wait. Let me see what BMT wrote. Okay. Um, he says here. Don't worry. I keep these single mothers in line and discipline them when they act up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah. BMT. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of weird there, but man, you could put the positive fit on it, man. We we those what we dealing with, sort of the negativity surrounding uh a better way to word that is uh I don't award negative behavior. And uh, I talk to a lot of females. Um I have a few female friends, and one thing I tell them is don't reward negative behavior. When you get ghosts, when somebody come over just to sleep with you, they don't they're not thoughtful. Don't reward that behavior. And then when someone is doing the things they should be doing and treating you with respect and, 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 you know, you can feel the vibes, then you should make an effort, not neglect that energy and stuff. So a lot of times, man, we just, you're right, but you know, that don't come out right. Discipline, singling mothers and stuff when they add out, man, we just gotta, uh, you know, watch how we talk to people and stuff, everything, you know, you can you can say everything with a more positive spin on it, or more positive, and you get better results. Cause when we start arguing, or when we offend someone, then we're not gonna communicate properly. You're not gonna get what you're trying to accomplish. It's just gonna the frontal lobe's gonna shut off oxygen, and the person's just gonna be waiting for you to stop speaking so they can get their out. And and that's what all arguments are. You know, hurry up and finish what you got to say so I can say what I'm feeling. And what that person is feeling when they are drooling up and their emotions up is real to them. It's real. It's solid. It's it 
feels realer than reality. So it's no communicating when we do that. So that's one thing about we got to communicate better as a people. We have to calm down. Uh, if I get in an argument with uh, Chaos Rain, or uh, I'm sorry, Miss, uh, what's your name again? Mahogany. Mahogany Roots. Mahogany Roots. That's beautiful. If we get to argue, then what I have to do is I have to realize this person is no longer listening to me. Let me de-escalate the conflict. Let me just listen to them and let me respond to what they saying so I can get this person calmed down. If I get this person calmed down, then we can start back dialogue. And so, man, let's, you know, with the internet and all this cyberbullying and, and you know, people, people actually develop different you know everybody from the hood everybody from the bottom but everybody educated everybody you know nobody ever say i'm the ratchet person i'm the i'm the messed up person i'm the problem Every, everybody else is the problem uh on the internet you know so uh-huh okay okay yes yes yeah so like i said um to draw a short conclusion to all this like i said um as any person that's doing any form of content or engaged in this social media space, that just be aware that, you know, people are out here doing some wicked stuff to other people through digital media, you know, um, YouTube, Facebook, IG, Twitter, etc. And you as a person, if you're not really strong mentally putting things out or going back and forth, then obviously these people are going to get at you. They're going to body. They're going to body your psyche, your spirit, if you're not careful. The only thing you could do is, like always, either you take a deep um, break of it or you go about and you just block them. It's one way or the other. I advise most women nowadays, if, if you're dealing with any woman or man, well, let's say for say conversation, I'm just focusing on women. If this happens to you, you know what to do according. You know, Do not go back and forth with certain set of women on here. Because it's become very much problematic. And I can't say dangerous, but it can lead to that because the suicide rate now with most people that do commit it through digital media and stuff is starting to climb up. And my assessment why that is because people cannot handle things, not only outside the environment, but in their environment, especially the consuming you know, media in a high level. You get me? And mm -hmm. it overwhelms the person to the point where you know now they go back and they, in the back of their head they could have those flashbacks of certain comments and message you know it sticks with them you know a lot of women don't want to feel that they're ugly or this and that through media like this you know a lot of them feel they they're worth some and they're beautiful which it they probably are but no one doesn't want to hear it from the the same sex or opposite sex because that's too much, you know. And I advise, you know, most women, if you're not really strong mentally, those are two snares you could do. And I right. end there. Anybody else? Yeah, go ahead. I, go ahead. I would like to say to women, um, because like I said, I've been attacked um before for no reason. And like I said, my son helped me when he just pointed out the fact that 
of what this is. I, do, I think when I came on, I thought, oh, I'll talk about all these positive things and I'll get, uh, you know, a natural, normal reaction, which is positivity back in return. But when he pointed out to me, mom, it doesn't matter how positive you are. Look at the space that you're in. You're dealing with a lot of people like he was talking about that have the, the, um, the, power of anonymity and they can do what they want say what they want and there's no repercussions so that that's what they're going to do and when he broke it down to me like that i no longer cared i absolutely no longer cared what these people say because i knew that what i was doing was the right thing and i i knew that um i just believed in myself and believed in my content and believed in that i had a purpose and i think for me my advice to women and particularly is just to stay focused on why you came on here in the first place. Stay focused mm-hmm. on the people. Yeah, stay focused on the people that truly support you and are in your corner. Don't worry about the haters. I know that sounds corny, but this is true. Worry about people who actually walk with you. Realize that everybody's not going to rock with you. Block those people out. Don't tolerate, you know, if things like disrespectful things, if if you're the type of person and it bothers you, block those people. You don't even have to see their comments. Um, you can do, uh, there's words you can put in that if they use uh, in the comments, you won't even see them. So you can do it'll, a it'll filter, it'll filter out any word That's that right. might be being derogatory. Yeah, they can filter. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think people should use and utilize it more. Depending mm-hmm. on your audience, but come on, y'all people, we don't have just black people watching us, so we have other groups of people watching, and they want to come in and say some fly, slight crap. Hey, Omar. Hey, what's, what's, what's good, Omar? Yeah, so corrupt. Anything you want to say? Oh, what up, uh, Omar Ali? Man, I'm here too, man, but uh, <laughs> he blocked him off the channel. No, I'm just messing <laughs> <laughs> no man it's just i love your space man I, I like how you moderate and carry your program man it's good to have a positive place to come man you know but yeah. all this foolishness and stuff i mean you might to get your likes so you might have to start some of that chaos man we were raised by the tv and now this generation coming up has been raised by the internet and reality shows so you know that's how they think you know we should be you know throw drinks in people they slap them and all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just like I say, man, you're going to build. Uh, I see a lot of people wasting energy arguing with the people who disagree, but, you know, try to try to build up the people who support you and love you mm-hmm. and react to them. Mm. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right. Well, I already said my closing statements. Um, like I said, if people miss this um, stream or this podcast, please catch replay. Um, also, if you want to leave a comment to your thoughts and opinions to what you heard and hell, if you experience it, you know, you could tell a short story in the comment section. I will eventually read it. Um, also, uh, like this video. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously like the video. Always. And like I said, all the above, um, you must catch back certain replays. I will put on the end of this video, some of the ones that were uploaded here. And I'm working on now trying to carry over season two of Chaos Rain on the Anchor podcast, etc. So once it is complete, I will put it in further future videos for those to hear on the audio recordings. Before you leave, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Go ahead. I just want to, because I realized I didn't even get to say thank you for inviting me and um, mm -hmm. long time overdue. And I was glad when I saw the email. I was like, because you sent me an email before. I don't know what I was doing. And then I saw you had a live. I came, but it was too late. So I, okay. I'm glad I caught you. And you already know you're always welcome over where I'm at. And um, I will definitely check you out some more. Um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you so much. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Hakimi. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening to today's stream. Um, you know, like always, you can catch me on the next stream. So, you know, I'll leave y'all with this. Okay. Thank you.
Go Heroes! Hooray!